1: Good morning! How the devil are you today? Are oh, we all happy? Did we have a good Saturday night? Well, so it's been a good weekend so far. Well, you know what day it is? It's Sunday. It's 10am, so it's time for the famous Foxes Aftermath Show run by the fans for the fans. And you know what? Your opinion matters, so come on, get them comments in. Come on, let's get going. Come on, you Foxes! Welcome to Leicester
2: Fan TV. Are you ready for the show? Thanks to our sponsors, ADT Taxis, Everard's, Pucka Pies, Pink Car Leasing, Lester Riders, Hologram, The Fox's Arms, Peter's Pizzeria, Hope Against
1: Cancer,
3: and Newbie and Co-Estate Agents. We want your views, we want your comments, so join us live. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1.
1: Like I said, oh, we're all happy. Three points in the bag. Tough place to go, park when they're on a pretty decent run. We're now on 21 points from 21 games. I think we're all happy at that. On that note, we're going to bring in... I'm not sure how Reedy's going to be this morning. Reedy, how are you this morning? Are you happy? Are you sad? What's up? How are you feeling this morning, pal?
4: I'm happy, mate.
1: You're happy, here? Yeah? You're good? Yeah,
4: right? all good.
1: What was it like in the crowd yesterday, mate?
4: It was good. Nice atmosphere. Um... Not many boos from what we've seen recently at home. So it's like I would say it's all a bit of a fresh or well, a bit of a refresh now. We've got the new players in. We've feeling got a bit of bit oh, or we've got a bit of a better feeling about the play. So now we've got the win, it's even better. So hopefully we can push that on from this win into the next three games.
1: Yeah. Aggie, he was there. Aggie was there yesterday. Morning, Jamie. What a great game of football yesterday. Very impressed with the new signings. Yes, I was as well. Council like morning, lads. Paul um, Goody, Goody. Uh, great result, morning. Oh, yes, it was a great result, wasn't it? Um, no, no tint, lads, afternoon, morning. How are you? Craig Pearson, morning. How are you? Are you good? How are you, are you coming from Mexico? I hope you're well. I hope you enjoyed a good time. Uh, the boss is here as well, but he must be having his toast and not doing his hair yet, so he won't be on this morning. Morning, lads. Nice to be enjoying a win. Made for a good Saturday night. More, please. Yes, we do. We do need more. Chris, also... Morning, great win. So yeah, win at last. Hope now we have turned a corner. Yes, we do. Morning, Mark, Nigel. Yes. Uh, we still need to get to 40 points. There's always one doom and gloom merchant, but he's not a doom. It's true though, isn't it? Nick is true. We do still need to get to that 40 points, Mark. Uh, morning, Graham. Yes, Reedy's here, but Reedy's not the only one. Our northern, our very northern correspondents coming on. Morning, John. How are you, pal?
0: I'm not bad. I'm not bad. I'm happy from yesterday.
1: It is, isn't it? Rydell. Morning, Rydell. Long time no see. Yes, great win, wasn't it? Yes, a really good win. Um, uh, there was a nice balance to the side yesterday. We can only get better now. Do you agree with that, Reedy? A nice balance to the team like Craig has said.
4: I'd, I'd hope so. Um, I think the difference between the last few weeks and yesterday was, I think, the fight and the passion. We've not had that in a while. Obviously, the Forest game, you didn't see any of that. And then you come into this game with the new signings and you could see you can see Christiansen's like determination to win the game, and even just just his passion for the team. Every two seconds, you could see him coming over and just putting a fist up to his chump boosters on. So now going forward, hopefully it will give us a good sign, and maybe all three signings start again against Spurs. You don't know, um, but I I expect it to. I guess you would have thought so. Jono,
1: Andrew Sheba said Tete is just a different class. Not afraid to get back and help out. Very quick going forward. Happy to cut on the ins- cut in the inside and play both sides. Yes, he can. He's got a good two feet, hasn't he? He's got a bit of pace. He's not like blessed with pace, but I think yeah. that skill, that trickery, gives him that extra yard or two for him to do. What What did you think of uh, Tete yesterday?
0: Who doesn't love a good old Brazilian?
1: <laughs> mean right down the middle, pal.
0: Yeah, exactly. But no, he's we've we've been calling out for a play like that for seven. Years and
1: yeah. yeah is that Phil being positive? Was it was that Phil being positive? Oh fancy, fancy, fancy. You know. fancy result against I fancy result against Spurs but um I hold on I fancy resort against Spurs because I'm gonna be there. I want a result against Spurs. Go on then, John. I'm Sorry, carry on, mate. It's all right,
0: but um no, he's just he's not afraid to just run out players, which we've been calling out for for ages. And look, Michael Brighton's a good player, put the crosses in, but it's at the left or middle but that's it but now we've got attacking threat on every side now which is brilliant
1: yeah we have um, and talking of an attacking threat like you say Tete was the man <laughs> there yesterday, mate. What did you think? Because the first few minutes, first, I think, 10 minutes he only touched the ball once, and that was a little flick. And he went down the left-hand side, barn side, a lot of the time. What did you think, then, first 10-15 minutes? Were you crying out for him to be in the game?
4: Um, I guess, but then he's just coming into the game, so you just got to give it when you can, and I think even on matches there, they were saying that we're using the left-hand side a lot recently, uh, at the start of the game and it didn't really work. So I think we switched it up and went down the right and we completely just smashed him down because the the def- the attacking and defensive side of both Tete and Castaniel worked really well. But we have been missing for a while because like I say, Tete was coming back to defend, uh, got a few good tackles in. So it was just about getting into the game. And like you say, the first 15 minutes wasn't great. And if we're going to talk about the goals soon, for me, you couldn't really fault the goals, I guess. Two two ones that you really just can't can't fault. See, there's a few
1: complaints just again about Danny Ward. But if you watch the game properly, he made three outstanding saves that were going into the bottom corner. He couldn't have done anything with the first goal, and he couldn't have done anything with the hold on mate, Tom, just two seconds. He couldn't have done anything with the uh with the second goal, neither. Because it was Sue so up that it flicked off him and he was wrong footed and goals you can't do an over when it's like that. The keeper has doesn't yeah. have a Scooby Doo. So yeah, I still
0: think that is the weakest area in our team. Though I, I, I can't, but I can't help. Yes, it what the goals weren't his fault fully, but the in the game where he also had a bit of an issue, like his distribution wasn't always the best, and I feel like his position, like the goals that they didn't score, they've had two great chances, and he should have done better in those situations. Can we
4: say this though before anything else? I think even. I think I would admit Michael wasn't great at distribution at the end of the. No, line. he wasn't. He, he was wasn't. good. He was brilliant at some of them, but other times he was just booting it off the pitch half the time. So, <laughs> just talking <laughs> about
1: the goal, and we read this comment from uh, Chris Tid. Um, Faze went over to him to console him. Went over, put an arm around him, and says, "And said, not as good as my two own goals. So don't worry, mate." Which is probably, <laughs> true. It's probably true. On the own goals, we're going to bring Tom in. Tom, how are you going, pal?
5: Morning, lads. Yeah, very good. Thank you. Very good.
1: So, we're just talking about the game in general. What did you think? We've just not got to the goals yet, apart from the, the own goal. But what did you think, pal?
5: I thought it was good. By the first 10 minutes, well, I thought we we, we we started the game very slowly once again. It was a very slow start. And obviously, they take the lead very early. You're just thinking, here we go again. It's one of those days. I thought, actually, we battled well. I thought, you know, the confidence grew as we went into the game. in the second half... It, Defensively, I thought we were solid, you know. I know Villa scored a goal that was offside, but part of that, did they really create any decent chances? Not really. And when well, they, they, did, they only had put the four chances on, the on, on
1: target, Tom. Two of them were goals exactly.
5: and two of them were saves. And the two goals are what can you say? One, it's the crossbar and straight to Ollie Watkins. Can't really fault anything that caissanya can't do anything more than he's done, you know. it's fell straight to his T striker's foot. Uh, and then the second one, what 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 more can Danny Ward do? He's going out to correct the the cross. He's moved across his goal into the position what any goalkeeper would go to. Your defender stick his foot out and it flies in the net. Not not no, both those goals are nothing anyone could have done. Mm-hmm. You could have said the first goal we we closed Brindier down a bit quicker, but again it's just one of those. It hits the crossbar, falls to Watkins. It it's one of them. But the performance all round was a lot lot better, and the main reason that. You've got an out and out right winger who likes to drift inside, and it freed up Nacho to do what Nacho is good at, and that's drop deep and cause problems.
1: Yeah, Andy Sheba put a comment in earlier. I can't can't find it now; it's gone too far. That he, I'll be, I'll um, be back in a minute. You are. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. Um, he put a comment in about Nacho seems to be a lot better player, or he looked a lot better player when he's got two wingers. Like I said to Phil yesterday, Jono that. If you've got two wingers, you've got more chances. And against Man when he used to play for Man City, he scored a hat full of chances because yep. he was getting the chances in the six yard box. And I think he proved that yesterday, didn't he, Jono? With that chance he got, he put it away and he got two assists as well. He knows what to do. And I think we've got to play a bit more regularly, don't you, Johnny? Yeah, definitely.
0: Like we've been seen before, like if, if he actually plays and needs a striker next to him or or support both sides. But since he's never had that recently, that's why he's not be getting the goals because he's not been getting that support but now he's got support on the right and the left he's been he looked so much better and it showed because he's got two got two assists in a goal so he looked different like a different player yesterday he looked like a striker we've been looking for for ages
1: yeah he did um tom you were in the crowd we um what do you think really told us what he thought about the crowd how did you think the crowd got on with tetty and were well, they enjoying his performance?
5: I think the crowd loved his performance yesterday. I think they yeah, really took to him and you could see what he was going on for the team. Like I said afterwards, he, he was a player that even when he had three men around him, he wanted the ball. Give me the ball. I'm not bothered I've got three men on me. You can give me the ball and I'll hold the ball up and I'll knock it past one or I'll just lay it off. Just give me the ball. Let me take some men away from the rest of the team. And you could see the fans growing in, growing into the game once that had happened, the first four or five touches. And then it went a little bit quiet because he wasn't getting the ball in much, but the second half, as soon as we gave him that, those two chances, where you curl one pass the post and one over the crossbar, you, the, the Leicester fans were even better second half. I mean, Ty, Tyro Mings. <laughs> he, he was getting to slated all
4: game. <laughs> you know, to literally
5: listened for 10 minutes, fans singing a name about how poor he was, uh, in the polite possible term. Uh <laughs> <This> <laughs> he is made a lot. mistakes before half-time, and... uh he got even more pelters for it. So, no, the crowd were brilliant yesterday. I think uh, Leicester fans, they really got behind the team. Even when the goal went in, they, there was still a lot of belief. And I think that's down to the three new signings playing. As for Victor Christensen, if we're going to talk about players and crowd reactions, he knows how to get the crowd going when G. Oh, doesn't
1: he just? does not just. scared
5: to chuck his hands up towards the crowd. they like, come on, we need you now. Get behind the boys. And come then- on, let's G them up. And then at the end, obviously, the old to the Villa fans. Been, he's yeah,
1: been out he Vardy Vardy. Of sorry, doesn't. He? <laughs> he's been with Vardy long enough now. I've
5: already him well already what to do but now Tete really got the team going. I think Roger's got it spot on. He hasn't seen that many Brazil flags since he went to Brazil for the World Cup.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Reedy, really, now you've come back from making your bed. Um what's the part of <laughs> determination? When was the last time we came back from a losing position? Well, it is it's the first time this year, Reedy, really, that we've actually conceded a goal and won. But what I was going to say we
4: can, we did it last week but
1: not the, last more we before, we didn't win. the more thing I'm going about, James, was love the fight and determination. I've I've been asking this all season for fight, spirit, battling, uh, yeah. passion and everything. And we seem to have that yesterday, didn't we, Reading? Did, did that show with the, with the crowd's reaction as well, that they could see the team fighting for it and the crowd reaction? Because I was watching it on TV and it sounded like the, you could only hear the away crowd, the, the Leicester fans yesterday, read it.
4: That was that was that was the difference. Obviously, like I was talking about it before we went live, that against Forest we just didn't have any of that. If we had any of that, we probably could have done something in the game. But well, now we've got these new free signings, the likes of Christiansen, who just give no shits really in doing what he does. If it's a guy on the floor, he just looks at him and just just doesn't even notice that he's there. Oh. So it's just. That's what you need in a team. You want them to fight. You want them to just have the guts and have that fight that we didn't have before. And like you say, Fox has never quit. Now it just seems like it's back to that position now. Yeah, Jono, I was a
1: bit surprised. I mean, when he brought Sooyunku on, I thought, oh God, here we go. And then the first touch of the ball, he got a booking for knocking him into the barriers, Jono. And tillingman has got a booking about two minutes before as well. So we had two very quick bookings. And I thought, oh, here we go. But I'm thinking that's... I don't know whether that's something being installed this week about a bit more fight, Jono. Yeah. But I'm glad to see Sean Koo played, even though it was only a short time and he, I think he only did touch the ball two or three times. But there was a bit of fight and spirit there, Jono, weren't there yesterday?
0: Do you know the um, Great British Bake Off? Do you know when he went um, side baking, had a meltdown, bon appétit? Someone made a comment like that saying, came on, got the yellow carded, and gave a foul away in bad position. But uh, no, I think... He was wants to come and prove a point, saying like he wants to, you know, he wants to leave something on the on the other players. And yes, he got a yellow card, but he just went, I it, I'm going to go in and just leave something on the players. But um, but we mentioned before about coming back from losing the position. But came back from losing the position twice. That's even more passion because going yes. behind once is bad enough. But going behind twice is even worse. And
4: normally, normally when you've conceded two goals, we never get back into that game.
0: No, yeah, and we just yeah, yeah. push back harder. Yeah,
1: oh,
0: was really good. Sorry. go on, you <laughs> no,
1: oh, well, back in. Well, was, I was, no, Tom, did you do the samba party <laughs>
5: I downstairs down at half, half-time? Yes, I was downstairs at half-time. <laughs> and did you do a that samba? Was, I did a little samba. It was, uh, <laughs> the atmosphere was made. Just to a point that uh really made a minute ago, people haven't seen it yet, and I don't know if they'll show it on the highlights. <laughs> He's talking about uh when Leon Bailey tried to go past Victor Christensen, knocked the ball past him, but Victor Christensen wins the ball, knocks it out, well, Basing mullers him and he went straight into his uh and falls down holding his face. Yes. Christensen just literally walks over the top of him, laughs at him and walks off. <laughs> <laughs> and then has a good moan at the ref and is just looking at left hand going, what's his problem? What's he doing? <laughs> so that was a bit where Radio was going about.
1: Uh, it, it, it Just show, you're talking about Christensen, the difference, I don't know whether the ball took difference in Denmark, but Christensen's 20, Thomas is only, Thomas is 21, but Thomas looks like he's about 16, 17 compared to Christensen. He's very bulky, isn't he, Christensen? He looks like he's been about a good few years.
5: Christian, Christian yesterday, like we said at our time, me and Reid were talking about, and the ball that he played out for the second goal, mm. Thomas wouldn't have even thought of doing that kind of ball. To play that ball first time, angle your body at the right angle to put it right onto to bar on this foot when the ball's flying towards you. That's absolute like top draw for me. You know, The ball's coming towards you and you think, where am I going to play it? He knew where Barnes was, opened his foot up beautifully. The ball to Barnes and back for Nacho for the second goal. I mean, so that all comes from one person. That's Victor First crossing yeah. the box, uh, well, p- pushed back to him by Tyro Mings, the poor boy who then got abuse of that pass. Uh, and then obviously the, the second ball from Victor out to Barnes is even better. To do that the way he did it, the ball flying towards you. What am I going to do with this ball? Ham- Thomas would have panicked there and took a touch and gone backwards. And it, Look, I will never say Thomas because he's part of the team that won the FA Cup. He needs a loan. He needs to go out. He needs to build his confidence back up again. The last few weeks, his confidence is a bit shot, in my view. And you can see it. When we had to bring on Saintew, he brought him on to cover him, in my view. He brought Thomas on. Within 10 minutes, about five, six minutes, you could see that they were going to target Thomas then for the rest of the game. Rogers there, fair play. He made the correct decision to go, for, you know, go for, we'll put three at the back, big lads at the back. Sanku go over first thing yet yeah, go and chuck a tackle on one you can see it first tackle he May push someone into the advertising board as soon as it happens the stock <laughs> going down there then the shut off the left hand side because they were like oh hold on a minute we've got Sanku and Thomas now out there to shut this down so Rogers got his tactics yesterday spot on quite quickly realised that they were going to target Thomas for the next 10 minutes 20 minutes of the game after he took Christian off so look yeah. I love Thomas and there is a player in there we've seen he can play and he can create chances and stuff but at the moment Paul Adds' confidence is a bit duffed because he's been chucked in at well, chucked in because obviously the injury to James Justin. So next season for me, it's all about possibly getting maybe an experienced left back in like we did better than we did with Ryan Bertram. Yeah, you know, wild, quite happily to be a Fuchs and sit on the bench when you need him to come on maybe in games because Christian is automatically the starter for what he offers you going forward. But also his defensive positioning is spot on every time. He knows where he needs to be in defence. And do you know what people are going to say two goals? Let's be honest that two of those back four won't play together in that back four. So yeah. considering that it was not a bad performance at that back five.
1: We've we've talked a lot about Christiansen. Uh sorry, christiansen sorry. I must get his name right, Chris <laughs> um, really Um Reedy, Harry Soltar made his first made his first game, like Tom says, was thrown at the deep end a little bit. He hadn't played for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm.
4: Um what did you think of him? Um it was a hard one because, like, say he's he's only just come in and you can't really fault his his own goal, can you? you? You you feel sorry for him really, and he did well. Obviously, every ball that came into the box, he was there to just hit it out. And again, like you say, we conceded two, but you yeah, I don't think you can fault the defence because there was many times where Aston Villa had the, pretty much the ball near the net, and like to phase and um, two to just make sure it didn't go in the net. So for me. He can't really fault his performance. Now, I I don't know about you two at the game, and John, I, this is a question for all
1: three of you. When I was watching it, it looked like Harry Maguire playing from a distance. From the TV, it looked very similar to Harry Maguire. <laughs> not the way he played, just his stature and build and the way he was running. It looked very much like Harry Maguire was back. Hopefully, he's not as, as like Harry Maguire, um, but I think he will grow into it once he's got hey. fit.
5: Let, let's be honest, Jamie. When Harry Maguire was at the football club, he was all right for Leicester. I can't, oh yeah, he know, was. Yeah, you know. I know Leicester's been poor since he left at Man U, but in the Leicester shirt, I can't fault what Harry Maguire did for us. You know, I he can't suit, he did to Leicester. Suiter suit, suit, suit yesterday, I, I agree with you. What you mean? His stature is very similar. A bit taller than him, just a little bit. When he stood over KDH, he was quite funny at times. Uh, <laughs> but you know, the second half, there's one that stood out for me was they went into the box. He, he's one on one with his man, and he doesn't dive in. He waits, he waits, he waits. And as soon as that shot's about to go, he then puts his foot out and blocks the ball. That's the one that stood out to me the whole game. That he was patient. He wasn't one of these defenders who's going to, well, a bit like Faz does sometimes, flies in off the, his feet and tries to be at the blocking or straight away. Uh, he, he was calm and composed and waited for the right time to put the challenge in. And he read the situation. He read the game brilliantly. And Volajia. Defensively at corners, yes, we've still got to work on him, but we just looked so much better with him at the back because you've got that big man who was free. He didn't man mark anyone, he was left as a zonal marker. But basically, told, go and attack that ball. Anything within this six yard, six yard box, we want you on the end of it. I think he won probably six or seven at the corners on his own from heading the ball Yeah, now, so. Which is what some of
1: six foot six you do, read in it. Someone that's six foot shit six should be able to win headers in the box, pal. John, I'm just talking about suit-off, you know, he was the eighth Australian to play for Leicester. Can you name any of the other seven, Jono?
5: No. <laughs> I can't
1: Chris Wood.
5: New Zealand. No, New Zealand. Oh. James what? James Weselowski.
1: You know what, Tom? I didn't think anyone would get that one. That's the one I didn't think people would get.
5: No, Go I remember then. because I met, met him as a kid at 14 when we played Man United at Filbert Street. And he had, it was the day he'd just signed for the club. So he's always one that I remember. Uh,
1: was he Patrick... Kisnorbo. Norbo. Yeah. Adam's got one. Paul Henderson, the keeper.
5: Yeah, Paul Henderson.
1: Casey uh, Casey's got him. Danny Tiato. Danny Tiato. Oh god. Steve Corica. Corica.
5: Yeah, Steve, yeah, I will put that again. Uh Dave and... Old Dave Oldfield.
1: No, he wasn't, he wasn't he was, he was, he was actually classed as English, he was. Yeah. David Oldfield. was born in Australia, but actually classed as English. I thought Go you on. might to get the both keepers actually, Tom. Oh, Mark Schwarzer. Yeah, and Elchevsky, Gray's beat you to it. Spider. Oh. Spider Calac. Yeah. I've got They're the eight Australians that have
5: for us. I've got James Tolkowski.
1: Yeah, I would. I thought that was the Probably one people like. were going to um, not get actually. Um, but anyway, lads. Going back to the game, who would you have man of the match, or would it be a com- combined man of the match? Because Jono, yeah, I mean, me and Jono watched it on TV, and you two watched it the game, so sometimes you see different things on the TV to the ground. So, Jono, who are you going to go for with your man of the match? And everyone else out there, your man of the matches, please, in the comments.
0: Yeah, Acho, because we've been calling out for Acho for ages. He's, only, he's our, like, FA Cup man and i don't feel like he was given the respect in the premier league so i think after the cup ben was like okay you go in now you prove your point if you want you go in there with your with a new winger and see what you can do and it took his and it took his um opportunity really well to assist and a goal really well taken definitely a actual for me
1: Great. yeah yeah see see we watched it on the tv i would have gone for nacho but I've also gone for uh, Chris as well because of the performance he put in. He put a steady, good performance on his Premier League debut. So for me, it's slightly because of Nacho, but I've gone for either Nacho or Chris So Reedy, you're at the game. What would you? Who would you give it?
4: Um, it's hard because I, I I love that Ian actually started, but I think I'd have to give it to Tete. I think he just helped us out in areas that we just never had before. Um. And I was quite shocked to see. I think I don't know who said it was. James Hall was man of the match. I really thought he struggled yesterday. I really thought he struggled yesterday.
0: He had one good moment where he got the ball back to, to, to score the second goal.
1: He he put that cross over, didn't he, for Barnes? The first yeah. cross, so we actually started it. Uh, but then come on, then top. So really, who did you say, Teta? Yeah,
4: probably Teta. I think he was the one that helped us out the most. And Tom. I'm going
5: with you, man. I'm going with uh, Victor Christensen. Kel uh, uh, come in and do what he did, brilliant, but he's got to keep doing that now consistently, he's been at the football club a long time, so, you know, it's his time to shine now, but for me, a 20-year-old, to come in and on your full Premier League debut, not match fit, let's not remember that, he wasn't match fit, and that's why he got subbed, and played the way he did, and, you know, not really giving anything up down that uh, left hand side for them or villas right he was absolutely brilliant yesterday me. And for me yeah. he gets he's, my man of the match. Yeah.
1: Here's a question for you Reedy really. uh John let's go to John on this one. Mike counsellor. morning counselor. Um my worries, Castagna he does not look like he's kicked on. John would you agree with that? He's I don't think he's not a player <coughs> pardon me. He's not he's not been at his best, has he? Because he's
0: every player every player's not been at their best recently and you know, I think, I think everyone's overlooked Cristian because every like Tete, Ian Atcher, Christensen all had really, really good games. And um, as I said defensively, we were not too bad yesterday. So, like, I think once Ricardo comes back, once Justin comes back, I think all defenders will start picking up their form. But I, I don't agree with that comment. I think, yes, he hasn't been playing great, but I think, um, I think it's been all right.
1: What, Tom, what about um, Dennis Pratt when he came on? We made three substitutions, didn't we? We bought yeah. Pratt, uh, Vardy on and Man. Mendy. I was a bit surprised the Mendy won, but I couldn't understand why he bought Pratt and Vardy on. Um, what do you think, how do you think Dennis Pratt did? Because everyone knows i love a big DP in the middle of the park. I think he's a quality player. Um, and he took his goal ever so well, didn't
5: he? He, he? he just brushed it up for me. Matt, uh, Rogers, at the time, Let, let's be honest about it. You really hit nail on the head. KDH didn't have a great game yesterday, in my view, either. Yes, he, he set, got involved with the two goals, but he was struggling in the middle of the park. But he wasn't struggling because of his game. He was struggling because he hadn't got a defence midfield around. And you could tell that in the whole game, we were very soft in the underbelly, in my view. Teams, good teams. If we play Tillemans and KDH, will tails a new arsehole because uh, they both like to run forward. And that's great but the problem with the amount of time the Tillimans were standing in line with KDH looking at each other, all right, we're right here, boys. And there's a man standing behind them in the ten position. You can't do that against good teams. And that's why I think KDH sat down. When Dennis Pratt came on, basically came on to fill that plug in the middle of the park between the two midfielders and Vardy and sit there and just give a little bit more support. Yeah. In fairness, found himself in a good position when he made the run forward because... Their defender makes mistakes. He takes his goal nicely. And we, you know what Dennis is going to offer. He's going to offer the energy. He's going to offer the legs. He's going to offer the pa- passing ability. Short and long. He'll make the runs. He isn't scared to do the doggy work and get stuck in. And he, he did what we needed him to do yesterday. As for Mendy, we brought Mendy on to fill the hole. Basically, what was being left exposed by him two attacking midfielders on, him, in my view.
1: Reedy, really, do you think this is the way to go? Lack of a central midf- a defensive midfielder... Or do we still need that central midfield defensive midfielder in
4: there, Rudy? I, I did I, re- I really liked when we saw the lineup, I thought, do you know what, it looks a lot better because it's more positive and a lot more attacking. But like Tom said, we, we did struggle being on the defensive side of it, which I guess against the likes of Aston Villas and the Eversons and the West Hams at this point, maybe it's better to do that. But when it like say when Tom like Tom said, when we come into the Arsenals or the or the Let uh, the Liverpool's or the uh, Man Man United or them what? Yeah, um, we won't be able to handle their pressure in the field, so we'd have to have more of a defensive role in there. There was
1: there was one thing I was going to ask you two uh, that went to the game when Nacho missed that in the first fifteen seconds of the second half. Oh
0: my god! Did you
1: think? Oh my! That was it. That
4: that would have killed the game. Because
1: if yeah, that's what I said. If Pratt, if. Nacho had done what Pratt had done and taken a bit of time and composed himself because you watch the highlights and you can see Pratt actually <laughs> thinking about it and really composing himself and passing it into the back of the net. That's all Nacho had to do, really. And I thought to my, I turned around to the missus and said, that could cost us.
4: That would have killed the game off if that had gone in the back of the net. But when but when he took the shot and it didn't go in, he, even he was shocked cause he thought it was going in. Because he looked, he looked to himself, well, like, wait, how has that not gone in? Yeah. I mean, he was sure well, thought-
5: so, mate because I think he thought he was offside and he looked at the line and, and then I think it was the fear that, oh, I'm not offside here. Because the lino, I remember looking straight across the line, I think he will put his flag up here. And obviously he didn't. And the lino pointed for the goal line and then one of the Villa players said to him to him and he could see it clear as day. And he just went, pointed at him to say, no, you played him onside, mate. So even from where we were standing the other side of the ground, you could clearly see the lino point the flag, say goal kick, you played him on. And I think that was a bit where naturally you could see it sink home and it went, oh, that was, the, that was the chance. Like you said, that would have killed the game off. And I generally think we probably would have gone and won that even more comfortably at that point mm-hmm. because at 4-2, 15 seconds into the second half, you go 4-2 up, Villa have got to throw everything, even the kitchen Yeah, sink the, because...
1: the Villa's team talk got out the window, hasn't
5: it? Yeah, you know, everything they've said at half-time would have been done and dusted. And it's, right, we're going to have to chuck all our strikes on and go gung-ho and Leicester can then just pick us off if they wanted to.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jono, that goal that got disallowed to make it three or well, didn't make it three or that was three or but then wasn't three yeah. or what were your feelings when it first went in? Because oh, we're gonna, gonna lose,
0: we're, we're gonna lose because, um, like Villa, Villa Park, you know, their fans have been going wild, but I mean, it was obviously offside because all their players were offside. But when I saw it, I'm like, if it isn't, if we're, by chance it isn't offside, I'm like, if if we were going with three three, we're in trouble, but. Because we again because that goal being actually would have given us that cushion. But um yeah, that's what I thought.
1: Yeah. Like when it went in and then all of a it was flagged off. but then it was fifty <laughs> like Tom was saying, we defended really well didn't we? Them last 15 minutes. But then you, you could you sense something in the crowd, Tom, that it was it was coming, a villa equalizer was coming before we made it four two.
5: Oh, mate, every day, I think we really agree with you. There was a lot of, like, even though Leicester fans were fully behind the team, you could just feel the pressure was mounted. It was exactly the same. It felt like Brighton at home, where they scored late on. You, you mm-hmm. feel the pressure was coming and coming and coming. And I generally think, once that goal was disallowed, it flattened them. It flattened the crown, It flattened the players. That, do you know what? We ain't going to score today again. That's it. We can't do this. You know, even with, I think it was 10 minutes left when that went in, you could just feel that, that they were so deflated that goal and counted. And let's say wrong, then, Phil had four or five long-range shots and every single one of them was flying over the crossbar. And every time one of them went over the crossbar, you could just see the crowd behind that goal getting more and more angry and frustrated at Coutinho for shooting. I and mean, they were lambasting him for shooting every time he had a chance.
3: To and be honest, I think that,
1: Villa, must have, Villa must have thought they were playing at Welford Road going for three points every time. <laughs> um, right, lads, before we go, it's been appreciated you joining me. Team, for, I know it's still a week away. Team for next week. Do you think there'll be more, many changes, Jono?
0: Yes, I think there'll be a better, more stable midfield in. Not a better one, but I feel we'll have to have a maybe two CDMs, maybe Mendy or Ndidi. But we need a more of a solid midfield. But that, apart from that, I want to be just. Well,
1: right, if you bring been, been one central defensive midfielder, in who are you going to drop? That's you think so? Yeah. Right. Okay, then. Uh, we're not going to score predictions, but it's too early to tell. And, uh, Reedy, what do you think for the team? Keep it the same, or do you think you agree with Jono that we should have a central defensive midfielder in because they've got Song and Kane, uh, or whoever else you want to name as well?
4: Um, That's I, again, I it, it's hard because. You've, you've got to look at it saying that now Madison's back in the central role because we've got a winger. It takes out one of the field, the field spots. So, if you do put more defensive midfielder in, you're either dropping Tillemans or KDH. And at the moment, I probably would be dropping KDH. Um, but we do. I feel like if we do drop him, you do miss the fight and the hunger we have in some like Real, which is the issue.
1: Uh, just quick, before you say anything, Tom, uh, we've got the third worst defence in the league, if we sort that out, the defence will rocket up the table. I think it's right. Once, once these three like the defensive... The, the because I was very surprised not to see even Marty on the bench yesterday. Was he injured yesterday? He was ill on he he Ill Ill like Ill, Thursday, mate. Yeah, that's why he um,
5: travelled
1: Once you get Sutart, Faze and Castagna and Cristian all playing regular football, I think it will improve, won't it, Tom? So, do you think okay. next week... We'll see the same back four, surely, next week, if fit.
5: I don't see why you change that back for You've got to look to the future now. You've got players leading the football club and I think you've got to pick the team around what's going to be at the end of going forward. And for me, there's only one change in that team for next week and that's uh, Tillemans goes to the bench. He's not interested in being here next season. I, no, no, I'm not having any of this. Oh so, well, you know, he's a good player. can be a good player he wants, but if he doesn't want to be in next season, you've got to build for the future now. And I've been me, saying that.
1: He doesn't want to oh, be no. wise. I know he took the penalty last week, but why does somebody take penalties that doesn't want to be here?
5: Well, exactly. And also have the captain's armband. You know, I don't see that as a leader. A leader doesn't want to go at the end of the season, sign a contract. A leader wants to be here and do what the football club are doing. So for me, KDH keeps his price. Uh, out. For me, if he's fit, I'd like to see Samari back in there. I generally mm-hmm. feel he can do that job better than Nindidi at times. And he offers a better rate of passing ability to go forward. Yes, he's still naive at times, but I think we can work with him on that. But yeah, he's the only. if he isn't fit, then obviously Nindidi comes into there for me you've got to have that defensive midfielder against teams like Tottenham, Chelsea, Man U. Otherwise, we will get cut open.
1: But would you put Ndidi in instead of Mendy, even though Ndidi hasn't been at his best for this season, it's, maybe a bit longer?
5: The only reason I'd go with Ndidi over Mendy is his height. And, you know, as much as Ndidi's great at passing the ball, we don't need that at the back now in that defensive role. We need someone who can literally get the ball, five-yard pass, and I don't want to see the return of getting it on the half turn. No, you get the ball, pass it to KDH, you will then pass it through the line to uh, Madison, who then passes it wide. You know, our game plan is very simple when we get it correct. And it means um, yesterday, you could see it happening more. You could see the old Leicester coming back in some ways because it was get the ball, get it to Madison, Madison into Kelechi, what would have been Vardy back in the day. We didn't make the running behind every single time. And then your two uh, wingers were running behind, causing chaos. It's very simple. The way Leicester play at the best times, but without having that number ten, who's a good number ten, and Madison being stuck out and on the wing for the most of the season, we've not we've not been a threat as much. So, look, Madison being ten is a massive thing for this football club. But we've got the same thing to look about next summer. You know, if Madison isn't saying then you've got to start looking who replaces Madison going forward because he hasn't yeah. made a decision.
1: Mm. There's a lot of people agreeing with it. More more people agreeing with you, Tom, than uh, they're agreeing with Reedy, which I'm not surprised about to be honest. Um, <laughs> Dean Saunders said, "Tom for manager."
4: <laughs> I do, I do get the reasoning for Tillemans being dropped, but I just think the quality-wise, I think right, we have to be putting, we have to be keeping Tillemans on the on the on the t sheet.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, Rick. I think we're gonna carry on with something else then, really. Rightio then lads, and lasses thanks for watching, out Cheers for joining us this Sunday morning, much appreciated. See you later. Cheers, pal. Thanks a lot, mate. Reedy, cheers, pal. Much appreciated. Go and get some uh, lemon now for your throat and some honey and lemon or something like that.
5: That's <laughs> <About> to bed. <bear. laughs>
1: you sound a bit
5: rough. It has nothing to do with the amount of cider uh, he was drinking yesterday, though, when I was with him, though, Jamie. Don't worry about that. Uh,
1: the cider's quite smooth, so it shouldn't really happen. All right, then, Reedy. That's we fine. shall speak to you later, mate. See you later. Tom, cheers for joining. Cheers, I mate. take it on daddy daycare this morning then are pal
5: oh they're, they're getting older now so one's on FIFA and one's on the iPad so they're just sit quietly chilling out it's nice and easy now gets better this <laughs> age alright
1: <laughs> and Tom cheers for joining pal thanks a lot cheers, mate no, see thanks, you next mate. week cheers all there you go three points in the bag at Villa Park what more do you want pretty decent win we needed that win we, not, not decent win we played well we deserve that win I think um, but yeah cheers for watching so it's ciao ciao adios Goodbye. Top of the morning to you. Come on, you Foxes. Thanks
2: for watching Leicester Fan TV. Thanks to our sponsors, ADT Taxis, Everards, Pies, Pink Car Leasing, Leicester
1: Riders, Hologram, The Fox's Arms, Peter's Pizzeria, Hope Against Cancer, and Newbie and Co-Estate Agents. Make sure to follow us on all of our social channels at Leicester Fan TV. Visit our website, LeicesterFanTV.com.